Thank you all for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I am your host, Coach Chelsea, and I am super excited for this one. Y'all, let me tell you, this one right here, I'm telling you, I had to hawk a damn. I'm telling you right now, I, had to, I even wore my red for all that, y'all. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, naturally, these servant leaders, they lead. And so finally, God allowed this thing to happen. I'm super excited to have servant leader Janice Constantine on with us today. She is the assistant women's basketball coach at the University of Alabama. She is a wife. She is a mother, but most of all, she's a servant leader. And I'm super excited just to watch as she leaves. There was no way we didn't get on here to have a conversation with us to help us in this journey of growing to learn to lead and serve like Christ. So I just want to take the time to tell you, thank you for your time. I tell people time is that one thing that I think we take for granted but I appreciate it because it's limited for many of you all and you chose to spend this time with me. So I'm gonna pass the torch to you and say hello to our listeners and we'll get this conversation started today. Oh, I definitely appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you um, so much for being persistent um, and, and getting on this on the show. I know we had to, I'm gonna say reschedule. I'm not gonna say cancel. We had to reschedule. That's right, that's right. A couple of times, um, do, do some, some things on both of our ends. So I just appreciate you being persistent and wanting me on here. I love your spirit. I love your enthusiasm. I love your positivity, all the um, good vibes you put out on the social media world and just filling people with hope, love, and with Christ, obviously. So hello to you listeners. Um, I just pray within this hour time frame that um, some seeds are planted. I always say I'm not, I don't know if I'm, or I may water. I may, what seeds may be planted for someone else and maybe I come along to water. So wherever you are in your spiritual journey, um, in the beginning, non-existent, deep into it, wherever, I just pray that I can be uh, of some sort of help. That's so golden. Yes, I like that. And I think that actually helps me delve in. I appreciate all the things that you said because um, I, I feel the same way, right? You know, a lot of people know my journey and my testimony. And I just, my biggest thing was God, like, hey man, you give me another chance. Like you do your thing. They told me you can heal. So I need you to do that for me, right? This is how I talk to him, y'all. I'd be laughing because people, you know, I'm with it, but I tell people, don't listen to me when, when, I, when you're trying to feel like you're learning how to walk this walk. See, we got it like that now. So I don't have, oh, heavenly, I have no problem with that, but I'd be like, Lord, look, please. Because look, when your babies talk to you, they don't come in any type of form or fashion other than mama, I need, sure. I need, right? Because they're children and I'm his child. So when I come there, I'm like, look, Lord, I know I cut up. I, I know that, but this is what I need you to do. And they told me about you. I've tried you for myself and I know about you. So I need you to come through. That's Joe, about him. I'm throwing my words around, but you, I'll say as transparent as possible. For sure. Authenticity is the key. That's it. I love it. But you know what? It takes us knowing him in order Absolutely. to get the point, Absolutely. right? And so, I have a lot of growth and maturity too, because I think, and, and I think, and this is where I hope you know, as I continue to teach the word and spread the word, not that I think I was taught wrong or anything like that, but I do think is, you know, I grew up in a church and I think a lot of times traditional Baptist, and I think a lot of times 
God is is put on and perceived in a certain manner uh, that you feel like you have to live up to certain expectations or you have to be perfect or you know and then we obviously we don't sinners fall by grace and all that kind of, we're saved by grace and yet we fall and all that kind of stuff but I think sometimes you feel like if you don't do this don't do that that makes you and it's just like no God just need me to be me he need me to be transparent he need me to be real and like I said, talk to him when I'm fall, when I mess up, when I'm broken, when I'm hurt, when I'm this, like, you just talk to him. If he's our friend, right? He's our father, yeah. all those things. And I think that's how we have to nurture and treat that relationship in a reverencing way, obviously. You know what I mean? No, for sure. I get you there. But then, you know, here's this thing. We have to get a path to that place, right? We have to have a path to that place. And, you know, I was laughing because I always say it this way, just because that's how I heard my grandma say it. I knew who Christ was through my mom and I knew who he was through my grandparents and it just took some time for me to learn him for myself my grandma said well, baby you got to learn for yourself now I can tell you who he is but you need to learn for yourself talk a little bit about that journey of you learning him for yourself and how you expounded upon that now present day it was definitely a journey and I'm still on that journey, I think in 36 years. And I think for me, it's been um, ebbs and flows. I think there's been highs and lows. Um, I think there's been moments where I thought I knew him and things like that. And I'm like, you know what? Not like I need to, you know? And so grew up in a church, um, obviously, um, you know, went to church my whole life. So I always say it's so funny because I, I used to think I didn't have some radical story. Like I didn't have some, you know, didn't know God, didn't get to know him until I was 20. And then boom, all of a sudden this happened. And now I found Christ. Like, so I always thought I didn't have a cool story, you know? And then again, in, in my journey, in my maturing, I'm like, I actually do. I feel like I do have a pretty cool because it's mine. Right. And because God did it for me. And so I got saved when I was probably, I was honestly, I don't remember my exact age, but let's say I was probably, I was under 10, you know, um, but I kind of got saved because I thought it was a cool thing to do, right? You got to walk in front of the church. Wait, oh, I'm old school Baptist now, okay? <laughs> Me Baptist. too. Me too. So I was following you. Yeah, you walk down to the front of the church, want to give my life for Christ. Because I, honestly, I thought you got to be baptized. You got to be put under the water. Like all, all of it kind of seemed cool, right? So I got to be put. And, and I, now I knew the purpose. I just had been taught in Sunday school. Like I knew the reason why it's because you would be saved for eternal life. And that, you know, you would, he would be ever, forever be your father, your savior, and you accepted him as Christ. But the it's kind of like, I feel like the rewards too. Like I get to go under water. I get to sit. You got to see when you got baptized in my church. You got to sit in the front row, like the whole um church service you got to have on all the white stuff he's gonna get in the pool with so it's kind of like, <laughs> like a show right and then also you got to start taking communion like that was that was kind of the thing right i was like I it was big everybody <laughs> taking around me yeah, and i can't take it when you like eight or nine you they got the juice and the crackers like you really thought you were doing something right so i'm like i I got okay, come on man. I gotta get I gotta get saved, right? And so I, you know, obviously that happened. And then uh, and you still got to know Christ for yourself and your heart. And so I went through my journey, obviously, different phases. And, and I'll never forget it was different things that happened. And obviously, again, went to church my whole life. I'll tell you a couple big moments in my life where I feel like my relationship with Christ was really challenged and I knew I had to grow. Um, I was about in the seventh grade. Um, and I'll never forget I had a basketball tournament in the morning and went to basketball tournament and then I had to go to church so I had to go to an event for church and my mom was big on that like she's like no we're going we'll come back to your game right so I went to an event for church came back uh, my teammates were like I heard you go I was like hey I went to church and she was like you go to church she was like she basically then again I probably again thought I was cool I think she said something like you don't act like you go to church and I was like and that like smacked me right I was like what wow like what does that even mean or like how am I supposed to like 
I guess you are supposed to be different, right? If Christ lives in me, I am supposed to be different, but like, what does different look like? And so my mind, I thought different means I had to be better, right? Like I had to be better than them. So again, so then I start going through, which I, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. Now I'm trying to check box. I shouldn't be cursing. I shouldn't be doing this, or I can't do this. And so I, I went through that stage and then, um, and different again, here goes different journeys and different paths. I get to college. And so all throughout high school, I thought I had to do, I thought I had to line up to a certain standard, what it looked like. And then, so I get to college, I'm about to graduate um, and I didn't get drafted. Um, I was a big goal of mine to get drafted into the WNBA. Um, that didn't happen. Um, and so I was crushed, you know, and I had this, I had in my mind, I had this perfect plan. I was going to get drafted. You know, they were going to ask me what does it feel like? And I was going to give all glory and honor to God, right? Like, this is my moment, God, to talk about you. <laughs> yes. Someone challenged me and they were like, will you still talk about me? Even if Come you on. Am I still your same God if I don't get drafted? smack me in the face boom of course you are right I still can have a platform you still are God even if that doesn't line up and so that was that moment and then when I also was leaving again I'm like man I'm going back to this like again I'm thinking I'm kind of better like I'm in a better position than some people um and someone's like don't be so don't be so heavenly focused that you're not earthly good right like don't be so caught up in that that you can't touch and reach people right and uh, so again, that was another challenging moment for me. So I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like I am no better than anybody, right? Like I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Like I'm, I'm no, but just cause maybe, maybe, maybe I don't drink. Like that doesn't make me better than anybody, right? I have a degree. It doesn't make me better than anybody. Um, so kind of had to have that humbling moment, had to have those, those moments. And then I would say, I don't know, I don't know, late twenties, you know, early thirties. Like I just, I really felt like in that moment, God started to kind of show me things about myself, you know, that I didn't really like. Um, and that again, that I, I was no better than anybody. Um, and that all he wanted was me. He, he wanted me in a raw state to not feel like I had, cause I, cause my whole life, I'm not, I'll be very, people have always thought highly of me I've always I felt like what I I used to feel like they put me on a pedestal like they expect I felt like they expected so much like I felt like I had to be perfect and live up to these certain expectations of others and I was and it, it would it would get hard at times because when I did mess up when I had certain feelings when I struggled with certain things I couldn't be honest about them because I'm like no I'm, not, I'm Janice is not supposed to do these things right like I'm supposed to be in a better spot like I and God was like no like you're not like I, just give me you how what are you and when you're in your lonely times when you're in your quiet time and you're in your devotions what what is going on through your mind and you can tell me those things right god i you know i was single at the time i'm lonely god like this is this how i'm feeling god these are the temptations in my life here and so that was a big moment i, I think um for me um it was kind of shortly before I met my husband and, and things of that nature, but I just had to be um, me. And I think he had to break me down in a very, again, transparent, open, raw kind of me. And now, and clearly I don't have it figured out. Don't don't take it the wrong way, but I, I know and I feel like what God wants for me and how he wants me to show up. And it's just me it's I don't have to put on a front for anybody I don't have to try and mask anything 
I just get to be me. And that person is someone who wants to love him first and then love his people. And whatever those people, whatever that looks like. And I try, I love, I I want to love all people. I want to be kind to all people, right? And, and I just think that, and that's how I want to show up for God. I want to show his love in that manner. I want to spread his word in that manner. I don't have to beat anybody over the head with the Bible. I don't have to wear anything across my chest. I just get to be me. And in that me and that love and that kindness and that respect, I pray in that moment, God can show up and those conversations can be had. Cause I'm always challenged. Like I do think I want to do a better job with, you know, my discipleship. And I always, I got a couple of friends who I give a hard time. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Like they can just bring God in a moment in that conversation. <laughs> yeah. That was dope. How you do that? <laughs> you know, but then again, I, that's not me. And so mm-hmm. I always have to bring that back. Like I don't have to try to be someone else right? I get to be Janice. I get to be who God created. And however that works and shows up, I think that's how God wants to continue to use me. I think that's so perfect. Like just taking all of that in. And I think one of the hardest reasons um, why a lot of people who see this Christian journey and this path to walk with him find it so hard, right? And you bring broke that thing down so well. I was speaking to somebody a couple of weeks ago and, you know, about how Jesus was, but how a lot of times on this earth, we make him seem to people that don't know him. And so he does not seem approachable when that's all that he was, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, are you kidding me? I need y'all to send them right over there. I need you to recognize when he went, why did he hang with Pharisees, right? Mm -hmm. He hang with like the text. And he looked at, he said, what did he say? He said, he said, the sick, if you're not sick, you don't need a doctor, right? It's the sick that needs the doctor, right? right. At the end of the day, if you said it best, you said we can't be so heavenly focused that we can't do any earthly good. Right. So often we get so focused on the front, right? On the appearance, on how we are supposed to look and appear. And you said it best, God just wants me. He does. He he wants me super hard. Yeah. And he, like I said, and wants me because he already knows me. Like he knows. Come on now. So why do I have to try to pretend anything else, right? And so I do, and I look back over my life, I've 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 messed up probably a lot of. I say this in a way, and I like I've I've messed up along the way, and how I've people have asked me about God and how I've tried to, and I'm like, I, all I can pray is I hope I didn't discourage them for life, right? Um, and I follow back up with a few of them, like, you know what, that wasn't right. I shouldn't have done it like that. And that's where I'm not <laughs> right. And that's where I'm not too embarrassed or ashamed to do that right. Like I can admit to somebody, I did that wrong, you know, like nah, that wasn't really what God wanted. You know what I mean? And I think that's where I think I know better now how to do, you know, like you know why like god no actually god really does love you no actually it doesn't matter what you've done no actually it doesn't matter where you are right now you know what i mean like we all we all can come back he you know what i mean um that's why you need you know that's why you would mm-hmm. want to come back because you know and so i think i'm a little bit better in that um in that aspect now and i think that's golden right because that's what he calls us to be is just walk you know you know this you're a coach right so when you shift and you all give those young ladies a game plan. It's like, y'all, that's not what I told y'all to do, right? I gave you your assignment. And so now you're trying to go do all of that. And to your point about being me, right? And your friends who are, uh, you know, gifted to be able to bring him in certain parts of conversation where you're like, I ain't see that coming. You know, I tell my girls all the time. I'm like, yo, ones, 
God didn't call you to be a five. Get out of there. Okay. Why are you getting a three second call? Get out there. He didn't pay for that. Right. He gave us all. And we laugh at that. But even to that, I'm like, he gives all of us an assignment. He gives all of us our talent, right? Based off how he wants us to have them. All he wants us to do is show up in that and to walk in that. And I just appreciate one, your transparency in that, which leads me to where I want to go. A lot of times in leadership, transparency is a huge portion, right? It's the key to that connection, right? I used to be that person. I used to tell people, I'm not letting them in my business. I'm not telling them, you know, but what I've learned is transparency to a degree now, and I'm not saying absolutely all your business, right? But transparency in leadership is huge, right? Because it creates those relationships and those bonds when they can truly see, my coach done been through something. Yeah, You're preparing these young ladies on and off the floor. Talk to these coaches and us listeners and athletic professionals about when we lead, how important transparency is. Letting our hair down a little bit so the people we lead can see that we're human, right? That we make mistakes. And then how that adjustment has been made in helping you with coaching them. Right. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny. I think several of my girls will let you know. I, I think that's one area I I try to be as upfront as one they want me to be. Sometimes I'm like, they don't want to hear it. You know, <laughs> and like you said, I, I think there's obviously degrees and levels to certain things. I have to make sure one, they're in a place to receive it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's usually the biggest thing is, are they in the place to receive it? I don't mind sharing some of the things I've been through in my past, you know? Um, and, and so I've told several of them, they, I've, I've been through, the, usually the funniest one is, is when it comes to relationships, you know, that's where um, we have a lot of our talks and I, I have to, because no one wants to feel like they're talking to someone that's perfect. No one wants to feel like they're talking to someone who doesn't understand their feelings. No one wants to talk to someone who, again, if all I act like is coach, you know what I mean? Um, and, and so I, I tell them, I, I can talk with the best. So what you want to talk about? I've probably done it. I've probably been there. And so now I look back, I'm like, God, maybe that's why you brought me through these things because you mm-hmm. want me to get this word back to my young ladies but no it's funny like we do we talk about a lot of things in relationships we talk about a lot of things with confidence with self-esteem um we 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 talk a lot about um relationships with Christ sometimes you know and where that's at and how that falls into their life and what they're ready to do with with that you know and um I mean it's it's I've had I've had I've had players you know you know when they were talk about either their sexual orientation and what that looks like in their home with their parents and their moms. Hey, I mm-hmm. was raised like this, but I feel like this. I don't know if my mom or dad will accept this, you know? And so we, we, we've, we've covered a lot. I've covered a lot of bases is um, basis. I'm sorry. Um, a lot, you know, just a lot of areas with my players and I'm thankful um, that I can be that for them. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I probably care about that more than the basketball mm-hmm. You know, I, I do, because at the end of the day, when they leave here, what are they ready for? You know, and then maybe when they come back and find they're like, coach, you said this. All right, I get it now. You know, um, I, I still I have pretty, pretty solid relationships with a lot of my players. And to see them now, you know, um, it just it warms my heart. It does. I think that's the piece, right, that when you I always use this tagline, like working to infiltrate the sports world with our faith, right? And, I, and when we can do that, I used to always, I tell people, I used to always feel very guilty um, with coaching because my work in the vineyard, as my grandpa would say, in the word says, I sing in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Choir. 
And so what would happen though, is because games would be on choir rehearsal practice night, I wouldn't sing. And so then, especially in the thick of the season, I would find myself going maybe a month without singing because I don't know the songs I can go rehearse, right? And so I would feel so guilty because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm not doing what I need to do in the church and because I'm doing this and this. And it finally was a coach actually here on this podcast early on. And he was like, homegirl, I need you to understand coaching is your ministry. Yeah. I need you to back up a little bit. I need, he said, tell me, what do you do? And of course today with your young ladies and I'm explaining, he's like, right, that's your ministry. And sometimes it's not going to reap a harvest, as you mentioned, when you came on here, sometimes you're going to plant the seeds, sometimes you're going to water it. But the best part is when they come back and like, coach, man, listen, you told me that life was going to be something else. I ain't hear you. That's what I said, coach, I hear you then, right? But now I'm in this real world thing. I pay bills and man, I should have listened. Man, I should have took, you know, more time and just enjoyed the moment. And when we can do that though, when you said it best, I have to ensure that I don't seem perfect right? No one's not going to want to come to somebody they don't feel one inviting to you or they feel that they haven't been through anything. That was the biggest portion that I learned. The other portion you said that got me and I'm like, yes, let's go. That's it. Sometimes our battles and our journeys are on our own through those things so that when your young ladies or anyone comes to you, it's like, look, let me tell you something. Sit down, sit down, let me explain. And that, that, part right and you probably can attest to this when they are talking you're like god is that why you took me through that wow oh yeah oh yeah and so you know and and oftentimes I literally look back on my journey and I always try to say I I definitely I don't feel like I have any regrets you know I now I probably could have <laughs> I could have skipped a few of them steps because <laughs> I will say this and this is again this is one thing sometimes I try to show my young ladies sometimes we do our own bad doing you know mm-hmm. there's some yes. There's oftentimes, actually oftentimes we do because of the choices that we make. And so because of the choices that I made, I went through some things that I'm like, well, God, I could have probably learned them lessons had I not done that, but I did, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, I told us, look, I, I keep a box of tissue in my office all the time. I know the people come down here, we cry, we, you know, we laugh, but um, I was going to say something, I think oftentimes to one area that I'm always that I really try to focus on. And again, it goes back to, I'll remind myself I'm not perfect and that I don't have to be like someone else. Okay. Um, is with my personality and how mm-hmm. I'm able to wrap my faith into how I coach. Because again, as you can see on the court, I'm very passionate, mm-hmm. I'm very loud. I yell. Um, I, I say, I say the wrong word every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right. We you all know, do that. We all fall short. You know, it's every now and again. <laughs> now I will say this, and I, and I do try. To, I never try to direct it towards one particular person, or I never try to say it. I, I, I definitely that is something I, I really I'm intentional about. But you know, every now and again, the wrong thing comes out, and so a lot of times, you know, I've had players, you know, sometimes ask me, um, you know, how. Uh, well, how can, how can you love, you know, how can you love Christ if you do this? Or how can Christ be present? I'm like, because I, I this is why I need Christ because you see when Janice shows up, when Janice shows up, <laughs> I'll get a little, 
backed up a little bit, you know, and so I need him to remind me I'm representing him at all times. And so, That's right. but, but again, he made me like this. I, it's okay to be passionate. It's okay to be loud. It's okay to challenge you. It's okay to yell at you and get you going. Because again, I know I'm not doing it in a demeaning way. I know I'm not doing anything to harm you. You know what I mean? And I know mm-hmm. I love you off the court and I show up for you however you need. And so, you know, that's always, cause I, cause again, I look, there's certain people, I'm like, man, she's so so loving and cuddly and nice and again. <laughs> not saying that I'm not. It's just not the first thing that pops up, you know. Like that's right. Now I am a hugger. Did my girl tell you all the time? I give my hugs. I, I I do that all the time. But I'm not. I just ain't it. I ain't the I ain't, right. the, I ain't the cuddler. I ain't the nice soft. Come on, you know they know they're gonna get it. You know, in just a certain way with me. And so, like I said, I I accept that God made me that way. And so, like I said, and I'm always just trying to check myself. Like I said, especially as somebody's mom now and things like that, I'm I'm always, you know, just checking myself to make sure that I'm tapping into these young ladies' hearts, you know, and that that's probably been a big area. Again, I'm always growing. I tell my players all the time as a coach, I am I am not I've been coaching 10 years. I am not the same coach I was. I am literally even even last year I, I, every year I, i'm trying how can i have been better how could i have done this differently how could i have handled that situation differently how could i have told that girl i loved her more how could i have hooked on her more you know what i mean i'm literally mm-hmm. always trying to hold my own self accountable um to that and i let them hold me accountable if they don't feel like i'm doing something or, or filling their cup up enough or doing something differently then tell me how i can mm-hmm. you know what I mean? how can i do this differently now i tell my time a couple things not gonna change i'm still gonna hold you accountable you that's know? right I'm still always going to be honest with you. I'm still always going to love you. But if you need me to do something maybe differently in that manner, what does that look like? Maybe you don't, maybe you don't respond well to me yelling out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I've had players. I've said places. I don't care what you say to me. I, I just am better if I receive it if you one-on-one. Boom. Okay. Put my arm around her and we go on. Right. that's what I'm I'm always trying to tap into those things differently and you know with how I do that and then one thing that I've really tried is just trying to learn their love languages a little bit better mm-hmm. and how I can you know because again I may think I'm loving right and I may think mm-hmm. I'm that I'm doing it but how do you receive it and how does this translate to the court so we can all grow so we can all grow and we can all be better that's big coach I'm telling you, that's big. And see, I was going to ask you this, but I tell you, all y'all do this, right? Everybody comes on and y'all say stuff and it just sparks my little mind to go and see, I'm like your friends, okay? I'm like your friends. It's just like God throws a curveball yeah. sometimes and I'm like, I got to go with that. And so you get it. love languages. I think it's amazing because a lot of times people think that love language starts just at the relationship, like, mm-hmm. and it does not, right? And a lot of times we don't know that. So I'm going to throw this one at you for a second as I open up and want to talk about servant leadership for a second. Come on. So, I always think about, just like we said, those individuals who are trying to learn Christ, but we make it seem like it's this huge Mount Everest mountain to climb, mm-hmm. get to them, right? And it's us. And I tell people, it ain't, it ain't God, y'all. It's, it's his representation, right? One of your jobs is to recruit, right? And I yeah. tell people the time, I'm a recruiting coordinator for Christ. That's what I do. Uh, no, that's right. Okay? That's what I do. And so but in that, right, we have to know what that looks like. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that love language portion with your young ladies, because oftentimes we think we, we are loving people. We, we try, we're doing our best. We do. I don't know what that looks like to you. It's not translating as love to you, right? And so in talking about servant leadership, though, and that love piece and servant leadership, let's talk about that as a love language to Christ, okay? okay. Bear with me for a second. Yeah. If servant leadership is, and it is considered a love language for some, those acts of service, mm-hmm. 
does that look like if that's what Christ is asking from us as his children? I'd say from an individual standpoint, it's for me, and then I'll kind of go into how it kind of translates for me as a coach. And I, ho- I hope I kind of answer this right. But I think for me, it's, again, always having, I would say, a growth mindset for him. How how, how can I always grow Christ? What does that look like? Again, what stages of life am I in, right? Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I'm in a, I'm, I don't know if it's called post grief because grief has always happened. I lost my father-in-law. Well, I'd say I always call my father in love. Um, I lost my father in love. Uh, it was a year ago, Mother's Day, and that will forever change my life, right? And so I will never go back to who I was before he passed because I was in a different spot, and the person I am now is not known necessarily where I want to stay, you know, because there are there are struggles that I have internally when I say with Christ it's more with myself but you because you know because here's what I would say I know who Christ is I know who God is I know he's perfect I know he doesn't make mistakes I believe in him for the for the rest of my life like I don't think there's anything that could ever happen that could ever make me not believe in my God he's just been too good right but I I I I still struggle. I'm like, God, why, why him? Why so soon? Why? Like, I'm not going to say questions don't arise, right? Like, I'm not going to say I've never had, I haven't had my moments of anger. Like, I, I'm not going to go there. But when I say growth, I know he's still taking me through stages and he's still showing me, this is why you can still trust me. This is why you can still do this, you know? And so for me, that servant leadership for me is always willing to grow because I think again, I'm set in places mm-hmm. for my players in this ministry, but maybe when they go through certain things, right? And so I think that love language for me, and I know this is not necessarily one of the five, but it's just that ability to always be willing to grow in Christ, even when it hurts. Mm-hmm. Because that's been probably the toughest thing is when it hurts and when others are looking at you like well what are you gonna do now you know i i picked up the tony evans book divine things divine disturbance it's funny it's in my book bag right now um probably a couple months after my father in love passed because you know they had lost tony lost his wife and the, the siblings obviously lost their mother mm-hmm. and that was a lot they would have talked about you know a lot of we we're, we we we're in the limelight of all these people and we're talking about Christ and how good he is and things like that until our world is shook, you know, and losing my father in love, my world was shook. Our world was shook as a family. And so what does that now look like for us? Like, how do I still serve Christ in that grief? And so that's where I am kind of right now in my season, that growth of just God always growing my heart. Cause I know who he is. That ain't, that ain't going to change, but it's how can I understand that, you know what, it's it's not necessarily the questions that are going to rise, but just trying to come to realize that what I still can be thankful for, what he's still doing, and, and so many things like that. And then so for with my players, you know, I, I think it's the, again, like I said, always trying to reach their individual hearts and, 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 and not being so fixated and caught up in my way. And that me wanting to do things my way because that's how it's supposed to be done 
No, it, what's supposed to be done is to love these individuals. And because they are individuals, now, again, it has to be done in a team manner, right? No one's bigger than anyone, but how can I love each individual to achieve our team goal? You know what I mean? And how can they feel that when they leave here, that I did everything I can. And I may not reach out 15 of them, you know, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not gonna be as close with all of them, but I do want them to truly feel when they leave that I was, I was true. You know, I was, I was real. I was, and they may not always like it. They may not always agree in the moment, but when they come back to it, they can always say, but I know she loved me and I know mm-hmm. she cared about me. I think that's golden. And was this image in my head, right? When you were explaining that one, I thank you for the honesty in that, right? Cause we haven't all made it to a place where I can say I struggle with God. Like I struggle in my, and, and, and sometimes I'm glad that you broke it down the way you did, because a lot of people will perceive it like, what? how can you struggle with God when and it's like, no, 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 no. Right. Hear, hear me well. Right? right. Because here's the thing in each capacity, right? We love people, we trust people, we believe people, but that doesn't mean that I don't struggle with a thing with that person, right? And so the image that came in my mind is a lot of times, and I'm sure many coaches do this too, I will, my kids struggle with understanding and remember plays once the game, once the light hits in the game. It's like, really, y'all? We can do one play for three weeks, and it's like, y'all, it's showtime. Show me what you got. And it's like, uh, blank, right? And so, of course, naturally, you know, what I've learned and you learn this in processes is that we learn what better suits the people that we serve. Right. And so I just started breaking it down and putting in drills. I didn't say we're doing this drill because it's associated with the play. We just did drills. It was common to them. It's what they knew. They understood it. It became one of those things that was like second nature to them. And they, you know, why, why are we doing it that way? Questions they would ask. I don't understand why we're doing it this way now. Okay. That's fine. You will. It's fine. And image came in my head when you mentioned how you struggle with them, we all do, right? That I don't see the end goal in mind. I don't see how these five drills that basically are going to end up being the play. I don't see that when you're constructing that. All I see is you breaking us, broken us down. And at each goal, there's a different action that we're doing. I don't understand why I'm doing this action. I'm a guard. That's a post. I don't understand this. Why I'm doing this, I feel all unorthodox. But when we put that thing together, though, that thing starts coming, walking hand in hand. It takes time though. Oh yeah. That you can be honest about that thing because I tell people, you got to call a thing a thing before you can even, you know, deal with that thing, you know? And so I appreciate the honesty in that because so many of us do struggle with it. And it may not be now, as my pastor would say, if you haven't been through something, just keep waking up and saying good morning because it's coming. Okay. It may not have knocked yet, but it's on the way. Absolutely. And and again, I think that's where, again, I I just truly believe in transparency because Mm -hmm. we can project things to be so perfect, right? Mm -hmm. We can project things to be like, oh, you just lost your father's mom? Yeah, I'm good. Like what? No, I was, I was crushed, Mm -hmm. right? A year later, I'm crushed. I will forever be crushed. I was telling my mom the other day, it's not like grief is something that's like, it It will forever remain. He's never coming back, right? And so it's never going to get easier, but I think God will allow me to lean into his strength and tap into his strength to continue to deal with it, to continue mm-hmm. to work from 
But now I now I'm like, okay, how can I make sure he's still alive in my children? How can they still remember, especially the youngest one, because he wasn't even born, right? He passed away about two weeks before he was born. So those are that that's where I am kind of now, right? And so the struggle it, it definitely happened in moments. It's still there. I don't allow it to stay there. There because you I know I have to push through because I know that's not the place that I want to stay in, mm-hmm. right? And and, I, and I'm thankful for a circle of friends that that, that that hold me accountable and push me through, right? I think we were talking about that. Like I, I do think God allows us people on this earth who you who you do get to just really tap into and lean into who you know have your heart and your best interests, um, and things of that nature, and so. Um, I am thankful in those hard moments that I can tap in. But again, in, in some moments, I, I've I've been able to be honest with that, you know, with my players, you know, and I think they, and I'll tell them and pray for me. Mm-hmm. Help me out. Help you, help mm-hmm. you, help you, girl. Sit one up for me, you know. That's it. Um, yeah. I think that's golden, right? And 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 I think I love the way that you put that because sometimes we have to give ourselves grace. I tell one of my friends that all the time, I tell people that all the time, but one of my friends all the time, like, you got to give yourself grace. I think sometimes we feel like Christ doesn't know us. You said it, but she's like, he know me. Okay. Ain't no sense of trying to be a fraud. He knows me. All of it. All of it. <laughs> right. To the bottom. So who am I fooling by trying to say, like you said, I'm good. I'm not struggling. Right. I'm not, it's all good. You know, my grandpa, he, everybody knows me. That was my dude. Right. He passed away two years ago. And the same kind of way, like, you know, now that my daughter's here, it's certain times I see it when she sleeps and when she eats, that's when I see him the most. And it's so funny, but it's just like those glimpses. And it does. It, there's times, like you said, grief, grief doesn't go away. A lot of times people think that when you say amen and ash dash does that, they think it's over and it's not, but you're right. You learn better how to deal with it each day. You not allow it to now manifest itself in their offspring and what they've now left behind. Um, and, and I think more than anything, though, it reminds us, and you said this, it reminds us who we need to lean on, right? And so a lot of times we try to do things in our own might. A lot of things we try to do things in our own power, but like I said, word says, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. I know I can't do these things alone. I can't bear those burdens alone. And so I need them. And I think that's amazing, but it goes back to our very first opening of the conversation. It comes with learning him, growing with him and growing in his word and growing in who he is. And so that leads us to my next question for you. You have a lot that is on your plate, right? I mean, there's so many different hats that you wear. And so being able to sharpen that iron, you know, you speak about your friends that hold you accountable. You also have to be sharp iron for them. The young ladies that you lead every day, you have to be sharp iron for them. Your husband, your kids, you have to be sharp iron for them. And so in the midst of a busy schedule, how do you stay spiritually fit? You know, we always talk about how to stay physically fit and minds, right? So play this and do that or whatever, but how do you stay spiritually fit in your schedule to keep your iron sharp for the people that you sharpen? Yeah, I think, I think here's the thing and spending time with God every day, you know, mm-hmm. but let me explain what that looks like. Cause again, I think those one of those setups that people can <laughs> get you to believe it's sitting down for two hours mm-hmm. with your Bible. Like that's not me. That's not, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's not real. That's just not me. Maybe mm-hmm. it's real for someone else, especially with no kids. I just have a hard time believing somebody with kids can do that. But again, 
I, I'm, I'm not here to judge nobody or, you know, but for me, it's, um, I try to start my morning off every morning with um, a devotional. And one of those I do with, uh, I do with a friend of mine, my sister. Um, and, and so we do that on our phones um, through the Bible app and we go, it's different topics. Mm-hmm. So we always try to do that. Um, I, I love gospel music. And so it, it's never hard for me to find that on, you know, at certain points. Um, and then praying throughout the day, you know, I, I will, but three kids, I was actually way better. I could sit down and have, <laughs> you know, I have my quiet time, got my coffee, like pre-kids, yeah. I was, I was way more disciplined. <laughs> Those kids, Jesus help me, Lord, I got to get better. <laughs> you know, especially now, like, I mean, you know, trying to sleep through the night and you get a wink here and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so um, I, I, I need to get back to when I was able to do that. Seriously, I could wake up, set my alarm. I have my Bible. I was ready. Right. Um, but but now where I am right now is trying to make sure I start my day off with my devotional um, to feed feed my mind right with that first Um mm-hmm. And just really, if I, I if I'm reading, I, it's so funny. I'm I'm actually sitting here. One of the books, um, I can look. I'm I can actually plug somebody with a God and basketball book. It's a mm-hmm. book. yeah. He's a servant leader. Go Nick. Yeah, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. This is this is an awesome <laughs> book. I recommend. Um, this is an awesome book. I actually had another book. I don't even think I have it up here right now. Maybe at home. Um, but it was um, it was by Nate Lane Carey. I don't want to say Kuiper's her last name. Um, you might be, she may be one I recommend you talk to at some point on the podcast, but she had a book out. She played basketball as well. She had a book out that I love. So just different books too, that can be, you know, 15, um, 20 minutes I can just spend reading and maybe I write down some, I'm not a great writer. That would be bad. That's one thing I do not do. I do not journal real. Um, I've never been a fan of my writing. I don't actually like to see my words on paper because it makes me like, it makes me cringe. I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to just be, but no, it's too much. I got too much judgment in my own writing. So I'm better off if I talk it out <laughs> with someone. Um, and so, yeah, that that's what I would say right now for me is just being, staying spiritually fed and just surrounding myself, my relationships and my friendships and the people that I invest the most in and, and any, the extra time I do have, it, it's up, uplifting people. Let's just say that I'm, I'm, I'm not at a point in my life where I can give much energy to someone who empties my tank. So mm-hmm. I feel you there, man. You said it's look, you said it so eloquently too. Like it just sounded so ginger, but it's the truth. I can't like, it has to be at the day I need, if I am on E, right, I always laugh at this. Shout out to uh, servant leader Willie Spears. He, I laugh at him all the time. We were talking about how when you make sweet tea or lemonade or Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I keep pouring, pouring, pouring before long. I'm going to be that nasty, glunky sugar pour at the end, right? Yeah. He was like, and I'm not trying to, you know, we got to stay mixing it together. We got to stay, you know, continuously churning, refilling, refilling the right way so that that fresh pour every time. And I don't mind pouring into you when I know what you're going to now replenish back in. Hey, you feel the last time, let me feel you. And I'm always reminded to that. So shout out to him. But the other thing of that, I can attest, right? That yes, what that devotional time looks like definitely changes when there's a little person, right? I mean, it does, it does. And it's like, okay. But one of the things I love about it, though, is it makes us more intentional. I can do that, right? Cause it's like, all right, I know she about to start rolling and shaking and scooting in a little bit. So look, hear me, hear me well. One of the things I also love is that people used to always tell me when you become a parent, you're going to hear him more in Ooh. ways. 
Let me tell you. Okay, I welcome that. You know, I didn't doubt it, but it's man, y'all tell me that, but it's like the clarity, right? Clarity is like, okay, that's you. Like before, be like, did you? Did he tell me that? Now it's like, I know it's you. I got it. And maybe he don't have time to listen twice, right? <laughs> He's like, let me be real, real clear right now. Okay. okay. But you know, I, I love that. I, I really, really do. And I think in that people always talk about, you know, being able to stay with him, making sure that if we're ready, we don't have to get ready. And the storms in life do come. It's coming. It does not matter who you are. I tell people all the time, I'm God's favorite. And I believe that whatever, if you don't think so. And, and he made his love makes us feel that way, but I'm still not exempt, right? Still not exempt to the storms of life that'll come. What my job is though, is to ensure that I'm remaining spiritually fit by staying in his word, staying covered, make sure as my grandmother said, you keep that scripture, that word in your heart. So mm-hmm. when it comes, you don't go scrambling like, Lord, I ain't prepared. Where is this? Where is that? You know, we all have that moment where we need something to kind of lean on. We have that word of scripture that is just like, I know if I just think on that, meditate on that, it brings me back a little bit of balance or at least takes the blunt edge off. What's one of those scriptures for you, coach, that is just like, you know what? I need a second. This one just saved me from saying something I shouldn't have said. What's that scripture for you to help you lean and get back to focus? No, I always, uh, Romans 8, 28 is always it's just always been my go-to um because and i you know i will say this too i think there are in different seasons of my life i've had other different favorites and things that it's actually so funny my um (laughs) i'm actually i'm I'm gonna pull it down for you real quick because one of my one of my players actually um because she knew it was my favorite she knew it was my favorite and she actually she got this for me and i'll never i'll never go anywhere without it it's romans 8 but like romans 8 i love it from this and so obviously as you read it and and the reason it's my favorite is because when i break it down um i i think when it starts i think it talks about all things right so we know that 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 all things that god works for the good of those who love him have been called according to his purpose So, so when i break it down for me it always fit in every season I was in, right? Because again, I think mm-hmm. the seasons present different scriptures, right? You have, again, when you deal with breakups, you have this scripture and then you deal with, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, but I think this one talks about all things, right? All things. Like, so this, this doesn't eliminate anything because mm-hmm. it says that all things, right? All things that God works for the good. And I usually stop there, right? He works it for the good. Like, again, when I'm, when I'm sad, when I'm mad, when I'm glad, whatever I'm going through, whatever comes my way, whatever trial hits, whatever tribulation hits, whatever good thing hits, right? I don't always want to make it seem like this scripture is only when it's doom and gloom, right? I think this right. scripture should be when it's great. You know, that he works, he works for the good of those who love him. I know I love him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so then I turn it back. So if I know I love him and I know I've been called according to his purpose, like I, I know, I don't question that. So then I go back, this has to be working for my good. Now, I don't don't always know my how. I don't always know my how. I don't always know my when. I don't always know my what. I don't know. Sometimes I just don't know. Mm -hmm. But I bring it back to truly believe that at some point, this is going to work for my good. Because Mm -hmm. God said it in all things that he works for the good of those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. And so this stays with me wherever I go. It's been on every job, every place I hang. It's the first thing that I take with me um, be, be because it, it holds true and it holds true in everything that I, that I try to do. Um, 
and say and, and be about and believe. So that's that one scripture for me. Like I said, there, I mean, godly, I could go through boom, boom, boom. I could go through plenty more. I'm, and I'm, I'm honestly not the best at remembering like piece by piece. I just know like what it's like. Sometimes I'm like, hey, count, count it all joy. I might make, I might, but I know at the end of the day, we posted, you know what I mean? And um, things like that. And so I, I, I um, you know, he talks about, um, you know, that, uh, Lord, I'm, I'm drawing blanks now. My words are all coming together, but <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, you know, like, <laughs> I, got I, you. I, I tell somebody all the time, I may mess a word up every now and again. Again, I ain't perfect. God knows my heart, but, um, I, I, you like say, you leave those scriptures embedded and rooted in your heart and you know, you can always, um, you know, you can always pull from them. That's it. And I think it's good. That's one of my favorite ones too. And the way you explained it, is exactly how I explain it, right? Because it's like, no, we don't know. And it's not something that I tell people all the time. I make fire cornbread, okay? You put it out Ooh, there. Okay. I'm Look, let me, when, you, I, when, people, I lose this, when I lose this weight now, I'm going to go ahead and come, come on now. Come on. I'm just saying, you play in the vicinity, just come pick it up. I'm telling you this right now. I don't brag on my cooking skills. I don't do that. I just let them do what they make. Right. But I'm telling you now, most of the time, y'all seen the little memes where it's like, you know, it's like four different things. It's like, which one got to go? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? People are like, cornbread, let that go. I'm telling you, taste let that cornbread go before you let it go. Okay. But okay. in that, right, I was telling this, I was speaking to some young people on this weekend and I said, y'all, my cornbread is fire. Right. But here's the thing. One day, it was right when I started back cooking after I had Hendrix. And I was trying to hurry up before she started fussing because I knew she was going to want me. And, you know, I'm like, okay, okay. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I think I forgot to put some in there. I'm not a recipe person, right? Yeah. Like, I know what goes in it. And I've been cooking long enough. So it's like, so I was like, I think I left something out. I don't know what it is. I don't, something is missing, right? But I still didn't think about it. I was like, maybe I'm just tripping. Maybe it's just been a while, right? Well, now I'm watching it, okay? And it ain't, it's not smooth. Something- it ain't rising like it should. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, okay, so of course, the third trifecta, I taste it. It ain't it. Yeah, I did. And so I knew what it was. I had used all-purpose flour, except I didn't use the self-rising flour that I used. And I did not put the stick of butter in there. How I missed that? I don't know. I don't know how I did that, but I did, right? And so we laughed and I said, but isn't that so funny? Again, the clarity and how Christ speaks to me now is so plain. And it's like, I don't want self-rising flour and butter by itself. Right. I'm not trying to sit there because what I do is I cut the butter up in the flour, go ahead and pull out, and then, you know, that's my base. So I left that to the side, just completely forgot about it, right? I don't want to eat that by itself, though. It's not good by itself. But I can tell you this, when it mixes with all the other things, Mm -hmm. all things begin to work together. They work together for the good, not by themselves, right? And that is the way that I consider it, right? When we have to count it all joy, even when it pains for a moment, even when I don't understand what he's doing, even when I have to move my life like the the drills that I break down for my young ladies because they don't see the full play yet. I mean, I see the full play that God is trying to exhibit in me. I don't know. I'm the point guard in this play and I don't know, God. I'll tell you right now, what I do know is when you put this thing together, we gonna win because your word told me that. And I love you. Like you said, I know that. I know I love you. And I know I'm called according to your purpose. So I'm going to believe that this thing, all of these things are going to work together. So I love that. I love that. That's golden coach. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's, 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 <laughs> that's going to forever be there. That's like I said, that one's, 
Because like I said, too much comes around, like just too much happened. I just think too much happens, too much, too much can happen in life. And, you know, I always say this, I'm, I'm thankful I know him. Um, I, I pray for those who don't, because I, I just don't see how, I don't see where they turn to, because life does, it gets hard. Like you said, my mom used to always tell me, just keep living. Keep on keep, that's it keep living keep working up saying good morning now that i got kids and she didn't tell you know i did she keep living keep living that's it shout out to her she know what she's talking about now <laughs> majority of the time they do right all the time they do honestly we just haven't figured it out yet right and so i love that you know coach as we start to wind this thing up because i know you have other things to do within this day and go lead and move to your next. But coach, there are two questions that I got to give you, okay? And so those listeners that are ready for the podcast, there's two. One of which is going to change up for you. I'm telling you right now, I was laughing. Shout out to Coach Baby. She said, I've been changing them up, but I have to give it how I live. I got to give it how he gives it to me. The first one goes back to your morning devotion. I do the same way, right? And one of my favorite things that I do is I do what I call my God is devotion. Right. And so in that time, because the storms of life rage, because there's just so much that goes on, I don't ever want to forget because of my pain or I don't want what I'm enduring in the season. I don't want those partial things to make me not believe that all things work together. So I'll say God is and I'll just start ripping off what he is to me. He's this. He's this. He's this. I also say what he's not. Right. Because sometimes we forget that he's some things we probably should be and receive. But he has grace. So you don't get a full list today. You just get one. So if I said God is, and I drew a blank, how would you feel that blank? God is what? Uh, Everything. Come on now. I mean, he just, he is, is everything, everything good. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I? You can have that one. You can have that one. Because he's everything good. He's nothing. He's nothing of evil. Like you said, if I had to say my nothings, he's nothing of evil. He's nothing of bad. He's nothing of destruction. He's nothing of confusion. Come on. But he, 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 he truly is everything, everything that's good. And like I said, I mean, using my next one would be love. Mm. I, I just truly believe that love can override everything because God is love, right? And so if God is love, then I truly believe that love can override anything you know um and so i, I just do i, I think he, he he's he's my everything like he said i can now i can start really going now just look and say i can he's my lawyer in the courtroom he, oh, yeah. the <laughs> i can i can break it down but no I, I i truly so i don't i hope that doesn't sound cliche Mm-mm. but when, nope. I, when i think about what he is to me uh, that he 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 really is my everything Come on here now. He is. And I love that because everything else in this life is limited. Mm-hmm. Someone who is limitless. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, naturally- unshakable guy. Come on now. Don't you do that. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> don't you do it now. Come on now. He's unshakable. That probably could have been another one. He's unshakable. Mm. I'll give you that one. All right, let's Coming keep going. You told, me, you told me one. Let me tell me one. Let me be obedient. Look, okay, look, I don't think anybody going to be mad, but you better stop out now. I'm telling you, I had turned, I had turned to take, okay, you can't see because my backdrop, but my chair right. to the right to take off, okay, for a clear lane path. I love it. Normally, and I already talked to you about 
my servant leadership. That's normally it, but you get a shake up, right? You mentioned earlier within your devotion time, right? That, that devotion consists of a plan. And then you also mentioned that you love your gospel music. Okay. Oh, yeah. Y'all just lost. One of them kids ticked y'all, right? You, you sleepy, you're tired, right? You got to get home, figure out what the husband and the baby's going to eat. You are tired, okay? You press play on the playlist. What pops up? Man, I'm, I'm, it's, it's so funny you said it. My husband is a, he makes fun of me all the time. I'm a shuffle girl, right? <laughs> me I, too. I, I don't like the same order. I don't like, I just don't like the same order. I want something to pop up. I want something. That's to, it. I want something to just talk to me, right? And so, you know, that, that question, it throws it because, um, because it just depends on what my shuffle starts, but I so do. You hit shuffle up, coach. I do. I, love, I will say up. this. I, I, what may pop up. Um, oh God, it could be a Tasha Cobbs. Come on now. It, it could. Uh, I want us to look, I want to start singing, but I know like, I ain't going to do it. And I'm going to start messing. <laughs> it could be Tasha Cobbs. Um, I love uh, Elevation Worship. Come on now. Love Mavericks, um, Maverick City. So like mm-hmm. Graves in the Garden. Yes. For me. Um, my my girl CC Winans. Come on. I look I, that that one to get me um, going. And then uh, why well, I can't think of uh, Tamla Man. Come on. So any of that, like, I'm like, let me, look, I'm going to just go ahead. I, I know, uh, I know you don't got two. Let me give you two seconds. Nah, me, you get Hit that shuffle. Let's see what pop don't, don't cheat it now. Gospel hits one that I love. And if I was to hit shuffle, it's my can't live without you. Come on now. Y'all see it. And that William McDowell and I can just, and I'll just start going. Cause I can't, it, it could be after a loss, right? And I, I can't live with, can't live with that. You know, I ain't gonna start singing. Come on now. I hear you now. I hear you. And then I'll just, and then I'll just start ministering to myself, you know, cause I can't live without you. So really I am, I'm a shuffle girl. I don't have my, my friend. She always, uh, she's always telling me to turn. If something going bad, she's a big, uh, CC Winans, um, big CC Winans girl. And she's always telling me, uh, which one is she always telling me to go listen to? Because it don't matter what I go, um, I can't even find it right now. Did it never lost a battle? No, it's not never lost a battle because that one, that one's my one. I'll go to that one just because his strength is perfect. That's the one. Come on now. Come on. That's a whole nother conversation. Never lost a battle. Now I will listen to that nonstop. I will listen to that five times in a row. And I, every time I'll be, it'll be like, I mean, I'll be going in in my car. Right. But his strength is perfect is one. If you, if I'm just feeling down, if I just need, I don't want to say depressed, something like that, I'll just play it. And so, yeah, I am. I live it. So anybody, Got good gospel playlist. Got anything like that? I'm all about. And I love Christian rap, so I'm not got my Lecrae, my Andy Minio, my KD. Oh, my yeah, Winter. come on. I get I get down with them. Okay, but uh, yeah. I love it. I Listen, love- did you now? Hold on now. Did you ever look up Indiana Bible College like I told you to? I don't know. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. When you get in the car, when you get in, whenever you get in the car today, whenever. It's the only time I'm a shuffle girl too. Don't hit shuffle. Look up Indiana Bible College. Okay. I'm not going to tell you which one. Yes, you are. I mean, you're going to listen to Better Than Good and you can listen to Dare. Never like It's called, they got a welcome, welcome home. Uh, is this it? Let me see. Is this, I don't know if you can see it. 
that's not that's them that they got a, quite a few of them okay and yes I think that's them because you have to talk with some funk on it when you listen to them okay i'm gonna hit ad i don't even care. i'm hit ad i ain't gonna hit shuffle i'm just gonna listen that's gonna it listen. right but you have to make sure it has those songs. I think that may be a newer one. Okay. You have to text me. You listen to. to I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna. But look, all our listeners, I'm plugging them right now. No shade to. I love all the artists. But I'm telling you right now. Okay. I'm always. I'm always okay. hip on new artists now. I'm telling you because I'll be looking at. I'll be like, these babies be. I'll be like, when are you gonna drop some new? So anytime I can get somebody new, these uh, babies be singing, and I said it just like that. I know how to speak correctly. But I'm saying it like that. These babies be singing. I love it. And thank me later. I do. I, I love music. So this is going to be good. I love music. I, I love. Same. And I do. And I love all kinds. And again, I ain't going to discriminate. I know this is a Chris. So I ain't going to. But I do. I listen to. I listen that's, to look, that's why I said that, that part of it. Okay. Because you hit shuffle. It is. Honestly, there's some different genres that <laughs> will pop up. Right? He's still working on me. And that's fine too. Okay. And yeah. so listen. All right. That's for anybody. He's still working on all of us. Coach. That's right. I got to tell you, thank you. I really do. This has been a dope, dope hour talking to you. I'm thankful for you making this thing work. I know that schedules kind of went here and there, but I just, the spirit of you and exhibiting what Christ asked you to, not just as a coach, but as a person, right? As a wife, as a mother, I, I was like, yep, yep. I hear you, God. I'm asked. It's going to work. I asked her. Absolutely. Right? I got it. I know. And he's like, go again. And right? maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have to do a part two. Because like I said, I can look. I can marriage, kid, all that. I can talk. I'm about. with it. I hey, look. I can, they'll tell I can you. Talk. When the Lord yeah. tells me a topic, we yeah. have some repeaters on here. He'd be like, hey, I need you to. I one thing I learned yeah. about him, when he tells me, I don't ask anymore. I'd be like, all right, I got it. You'll make it work. So Shout out to my husband and my kids, because they definitely have, have helped oh. get me to the place, you know. Um, that I am right now in my relationship, but just shout out to God, right? Because I'm Come on God, here. Listen, and I happy birthday God. to the baby. Thank you. Thank you. He's going to be one on Friday. I just can't even. Shout I, out I, to him. So no, I, um, I'm just thankful. I've been blessed. I do, 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 do all things that I can at the end of the day. I've been blessed. He's, he's blessed me with a great life. And um, I just, I shout out to him because I, I look. I'll be a mess, okay? Because, like I said, when Janice show up, Lord, I get it. It ain't always nice, but when the Lord is is working through me, which I again, I I I tap into every day to make sure He is, because I want Him to show up and not myself. I want I want myself to show up through Him. Let's say that. (laughs) That's it. That's the one. Thank you. Thank thank you for allowing me to be on here. I know you could have chosen a lot of people, and and so I'm just thankful that God put um, me on your heart appreciate that i'm thankful for him too you know he dope like that so before we go i'm gonna cover you and do fashion so buy your heads absolutely driving okay heavenly father we thank you right now just again for another day another moment another chance to get better and make it right lord god we thank you for giving the assignment and you we thank you for the spirit to receive and be obedient to your word master right now a special blessing right now for your servant leader Help her as she continues to lead the young ladies at Alabama, Lord God, and lead those even in her life as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, as a friend. Help her, Lord God, as she continues to trust you in every situation, Lord God, in the grief and the loss and the gains, Lord God. We ask right now, Lord God, that you just pray a special blessing and healing 
over our world right now, Lord God. We see the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, Lord God, the wars, the, the hate, Lord God, the killings. But I ask that you just heal it, Lord God. You said in a word that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, Lord God, and, and just to turn from their wicked ways, Lord God, then and only so I'm praying right now, Lord God, that you help us to turn around, Lord God, turn our face to you, Lord God. But most of all, I ask that you help us to be lights, Lord God, so that those that may not know you, but those that walked away from you can see that light, Lord God, and glorify you and find you. In your son Jesus' name, we'll always pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. My favorite line of the podcast always, servant leader, Janice Constantine, you are now a part of the servant leader family. Woo woo. Let's go. Let's go. Our ranks just got stronger. We appreciate you so much. If there's anything we can ever do, all you got to do is reach out. Oh man, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep thriving. Keep, keep, keep just impacting. I love it. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you. We thank you guys for listening. If you need me, DM me. God is there for anybody. You want to know them, reach out to me. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>